This is RTHK's News Wrap podcast, bringing you the biggest stories from Hong Kong. Chief Executive John Lee says top Beijing official Xiao Baolong has called on Hong Kong to tackle possible threats against national security. The chief executive also says Mr. Xia endorsed the work of the SAR government. Violet Wong has more. The chief executive spoke to reporters after returning from Beijing, where he attended the opening session of the National People's Congress. John Lee said he met with the director of the Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office, Xia Baolong, in the capital. Mr. Lee said the senior Beijing official reminded him that national security risks remain in the SAR and the government must stay vigilant. The CE says the administration will step up efforts in risk assessment and intelligence gathering. We will definitely crack down on any forces trying to undermine national security or breach the peace of Hong Kong society or hurt Hong Kong's overall interests and hold them legally responsible under the law. The CE also says Mr. Shah recognized the work of the SAL government in the past eight months. He quoted the mainland official as saying that he was happy that the administration has showed a sense of responsibility in working for the people. Mr. Lee added that President Xi Jinping also expressed his concern and encouragement for Hong Kong as he seeks to boost the economy and improve people's livelihoods. The Labor Department says it has initiated dozens of prosecutions over a fatal crane collapse last September. The disaster at a construction site on Anderson Road killed three people and injured six others. Vanessa Cheng has more. The Labor Department said it has completed an investigation into the incident in which the crane came crashing down onto several containers serving as makeshift offices at the Housing Society site in Sao Maoping. The department found that a welded joint had been pulled apart, causing the crane to fall. It said that, after consulting the Department of Justice, it has initiated 67 prosecutions against contractors, subcontractors and a number of individuals. The crane collapse claimed the lives of three workers and injured six. Labor officials added that they have inspected construction sites with cranes across the city in a bid to curb any unsafe operations. The Transport Commissioner says the government is considering tightening health check requirements for commercial drivers. It follows a traffic accident in Fortress Hill yesterday involving an 84-year-old taxi driver. Maggie Ho reports. Speaking on a commercial radio program, Rosanna Law said while old age does not necessarily mean poor health, checks can reveal any underlying problems. Right now, commercial drivers who are 70 or over have to do a health check every one to three years when they renew their license. We're looking at whether there's room to adjust the age or frequency requirement. But the Transport Commissioner also pointed out that the number of traffic accidents involving older motorists is not particularly higher than the number involving younger people. And the government has no plan to put a cap on the age of commercial drivers. People can be old but healthy and strong, she said. And some people have to keep driving to make ends meet. 
Meanwhile, Ng Kwan Singh, who chairs the Taxi Dealers and Owners Association, urged the government to promote regular health checks for all drivers. It can work with trade associations or other drivers' groups to promote body checks, Mr Ng told an RTHK program, adding that underlying illnesses don't exist only at a certain age. DAB legislator Ben Chen, for his part, says the government should lower the age requirement for mandatory health screening to drivers aged 65 and above. A man who's accused of trying to help one of the suspects in the murder of model Abby Choi Flee Hong Kong has appeared in court. He's been freed on bail ahead of his court, next court appearance in May. Violet Wong reports. 41-year-old Lam Shun appeared in Kowloon City Court. The defendant, who works at a yacht company, was released on bail and is due back in court on May the 8th. He is charged with assisting Choi's ex-husband, Alex Kwong, with an alleged bid to escape to Macau by yacht on the 24th of last month. Choi's former husband is in custody, along with his brother and father, after the trio were charged with murdering the socialite, whose dismembered body was discovered last month. The ICAC has reported a 19% drop in corruption complaints last year. It says Hong Kong's graft situation remains well under control, as Maggie Ho reports. The ICAC recorded an across-the-board drop in the number of complaints it received in 2022. There were 1,835 corruption complaints unrelated to elections, down 19 percent from 2021. Among them, more than 1,400 cases were pursuable. The ICAC says the civil service and public bodies remain generally clean and honest, with the number of complaints involving government bureaus and departments down by 17 percent to 533. Complaints concerning the private sector fell by 20 percent to 1,181. Sectors that drew the most complaints were building management, construction, finance and insurance. The anti-graft body says the decrease in overall complaints may have to do with a slowdown in economic activities among the pandemic. And there were 135 complaints relating to the election committee subsector elections, the legislative council polls, the chief executive election and the rural representative election. The ICAC also announced in its annual report that it will set up an international anti-corruption academy to provide training for local and overseas law enforcement agencies as well as the local, public and private sectors. Mainland authorities have described last year's economic progress as very impressive in the face of a turbulent external financial environment. The National Development and Reform Commission, or NDRC, says the growth momentum is in line with Premier Li Keqiang's projection of a 5% growth in 2023 and that it has full confidence it could achieve this target. Kelly Yu reports from Beijing. A vice chairman of the NDRC, Zhao Chenxing, told a press conference in Beijing during the outgoing NPC session that the nation's GDP in 2022 had reached a new level. He was commenting on the 3% growth year-on-year to over 120 trillion yuan, describing it as equivalent to the annual GDP increase of a medium-sized country. Mr Zhao said the recovery of people and goods mobility is speeding up and that other economic metrics have been stable. Against the backdrop of a 40-year high of global inflation, China's prices have been stable. The year-round CPI growth was 2% only. 12.06 million new urban jobs were created, exceeding our target for 2022. 
GDP, CPI, employment, and international payments are the most important indicators. So if we look at those indicators, China has been very outstanding. His comments come as some analysts voice concern that it may be difficult for the country to reach the projected 5% GDP growth for 2023 as the country emerges from the pandemic. But Mr. Jia said that growth target is in line with current economic momentum, adding that the country will tackle risks related to property, finance and local government debt. Another vice chairman of the state planner, Li Chenning, told the same briefing that consumption is expected to be the main driver of the nation's economic growth this year. He said some major indicators are likely to pick up gradually in the first half of the year and that the NDRC will introduce policies to boost demand. Thanks for listening to the NewsRep podcast from RTHK.